Welcome to She Bought That DVD, the podcast where every week we're watching one new movie from our mother's giant collection. I'm your co-host, Jaylene. And I'm Violet. And this week, which film did we pick randomly last week in order to... Which film did we watch this week? Love and Other Drugs. And I had said that I had watched the first 20 minutes of this film, and I was wrong. I want to say I watched like the first two minutes of this film. Oh, wow. You did not make it very far at all. No, because I would have remembered the scene where they're clapping and they're at the the school to learn and the girls are dancing on stage. And I would have remembered that. And I'm watching this and I have absolutely no recollection. You hadn't seen this film. No. No. Do you remember coming? Do you remember it coming out? No, I absolutely new film. Don't. (laughs) <laughs> when like, I announced it, you didn't know what it was. No. Didn't know. I just no. said Jake Gyllenhaal and Anne no. Hathaway, and you were like, didn't cool. Know they were, no, didn't know they were in a movie together. No idea. You know that they're in Brokeback Mountain together? Yep. They play another couple in Brokeback Mountain. Five years previously, 2005, they play husband and wife. Haven't seen that film, but I know that's the case. I haven't seen that film. No. I don't think so. I don't think you have either. I don't know why mom bought this film because she hasn't seen it. Saw Anne Hathaway on the cover and thought, hmm, must be good. Saw it at Roger's video and decided, hey, for $14.99, I could own Jake Gyllenhaal and Anne Hathaway film and have a rental exclusive because that's what this film is. Did you look that up what that means? Okay, I did. Okay. Because I really wanted to know. So a rental exclusive film basically removes all of the fucking bonus materials that it normally would have and throws a shit ton of trailers on the extras. I watched three extra trailers that I didn't have to. Oh. Yeah. Oh. In my opinion, that's not a rental exclusive. That is like a walking advertisement extra that you paid for, for the the movie um, rental place to sell off. Oh, wow. Okay, also, do you think this was worth $14.99 compared to last week's $9.99 deal? No. No. I'm in agreement. I don't think this should have been $14.99. I was also thinking a used DVD for $14.99? DVDs are expensive. And I'm just like, let me open it up and inspect the CD. Hold one moment. Oh, it's actually not in bad condition. (gasps) Throws DVD out of case while opening. Yeah. But then it also has like, I was also looking it up. Rental places also have to like publish, not publish, um, pay for rights to the films. And I think if they do rental exclusives, it's cheaper for them because then they're not paying for the rights to the extra content. So yeah, I guess that's how this film ended up in the collection. I remember it being circulated a lot on Netflix. I said that last week. I just remember an old friend of mine. It was like one of her favorite films to have on the background Mm -hmm. while uh, she was in university and I wasn't in university at the time. And for some reason, it wasn't a film that her and I sat down and watched together. But I, I guess it was like her study mode film because... Anytime I came over, it would be like on Netflix 
but paused. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm watching it for like the zillionth time. But I also think she just really liked Jake Gyllenhaal. But anyways, Jake Gyllenhaal was and still is a well-known name in the acting realm. Anne Hathaway. It's our third Anne Hathaway film. Yes. Out of 34, 33. I can't remember which number we're on. Yeah. I haven't. It's almost 10%. Yeah, and we still have a lot more of hers to go through. Because, like, she's also in animated films, too. Mm. I, yeah, mom must have bought this purely for who was on the cover of this film. Honestly, what yeah. did you think this film was going to be about? Besides love and other drugs. <laughs> I, I just assumed it was a rom-com. Mm-hmm. That's it. Did you find it co- comedic? At times. I didn't. Okay. I don't remember laughing. The only time I got a good laugh out of this film was when she hits him with her. Oh, yeah. I was like, ah! (laughs) (laughs) And then she proceeds to take a picture Picture. of him. Yeah. I think that's the only. And then I was like, wow, this this movie's going to be great. And then I was like, wow, I can't wait to finish this film. This is so dry. Yeah. It took me an entire day to watch it. I watched an hour last night, and then I got up at 5 a.m. to finish it. I was going to watch it on my lunch break, but I woke up at 5 a.m., and I was like, well, I'm not going to fall back asleep, so I might as well actually just use this time to watch the rest of the film. And I was like, and then I have the bonus features that I also need to do. So maybe I'll do that now. And then to only watch trailers that I just had absolutely no interest in. And I'm so disappointed. I'm like, I've now gotten so accustomed to like behind the scenes and like them talking about it where I'm like, yeah, I want a little bit of a tidbit. And I got nothing. So instead, I had to rely on IMDb's fun facts in order to produce some facts for you guys, or else we're just going to have to talk about the film. And I feel as though Violet has a lot of notes to go through for this film, whereas I have only two and a half pages of notes on this film. This is the least I've ever written for a film. Granted, Jaylene writes very small print and and uses every single line, whereas mine is like just illegible scribbles, and I space. There's a it's like space between each line. But, but you're at like five pages. Yeah, I think so. But our, our notebooks are the same size, like page wise. Oh yeah, page wise. It was like thickness wise. I don't think it is. You have more pages than I do. Seven pages of notes. Oh, that, that's a lot for you. You had a lot to say about this film, clearly. And it took me an entire day. <laughs> you paused it. I have thoughts that I need to. Yeah, and I'd write down and then go, oh, got to go wash dishes and then do that. And be like, right, I was watching a movie. Sit down, continue to watch a movie. Right oh, up. laundry needs to be switched over. And then I'd be like, oh, where was I again? Take some more notes, detail it. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, my three fun facts that I grabbed from IMDb. Again, like, weren't all that interesting, but I did grab some interesting ones. So in preparation for the film, Jake spent time with Jamie, who is the author of the book the film is based on, and Anne Hathaway spent time with Lucy Rousis, Raukis, 
Rusis. I'm so sorry. I don't know how I can't pronounce names. That is like my biggest default as human. It's R-O-U-C-I-S. However you pronounce it, Lucy. Uh, she spent time with her, who is an actress stricken with Parkinson's disease. And she also had a role in the film. So she was at the Parkinson's disease unconvention, it was? Unconvenience? Yeah, yeah whatever it was. One of yeah. those two, two things. And uh, she was the last lady who spoke, but she was cut in between other speakers at the uh, convention. The film is based on a book, Hard Sell, The Evolution of a Viagra Salesman. And Jamie, the author, says the book is a jumping off point and there's no love interest in it because he was worried that his mother would read it, which now is the complete opposite of this highly filled nudity. I That's not English. Um, this film that was full of nudity and sex scenes. Yeah. So it definitely was a jumping off point. I also meant to do research on Parkinson's disease is what I meant to do. I did look up some things, but it's a nervous system that produces shaking and uncontrol, like you can't control things. That's a terrible way to describe this. But there's four stages. And so we meet her character, Maggie, and she is stage one. And she's age 26, which apparently is quite young for it to be found. I'm curious, not that you have the answer, nor do I expect anyone to have the answer, though, is how, I guess like it would be, you'd have checkups. And so as things get more aggressive, it gets then rated into stage two, stage three. But I am curious to know, like, if you are diagnosed with it at age 70 and you're stage one, because of your age and your health being kind of at a decline at that point, are you more likely to go through stage two, stage three, stage four faster than someone like Maggie, who's 26, who's still at the peak of her uh, like health condition in some ways? Like, is she going to be 10 years in stage one compared to the seven-year-old who, again, like you you don't have the answer and I'm not expecting, but I am very curious to know that because they made it very evident that it doesn't kill you, this disease. It just, it's a struggle. It adds another layer to your life and causes a lot of problems. Yeah. Um, it, most diagnoses are somewhere around 50 to 60. Okay. For, so you had looked that up. Yeah. So that's it. That's all I got for fun facts of the film. Do you have anything to add? Not really. A lot of them are all about the sex scenes. They're not that interesting. I will say I, for some reason, clued into that, obviously based on music and technology that is in the film, it's not based in. 2010 but it has a very 2010 feel about it did you not notice the dates that flicked up clearly not because <laughs> it starts in 1996 does it say that it does and i just didn't read the screen and then it goes to 1998 oh i didn't notice that yes at all yes oh wow so good for you on figuring that out because the flip phone that he had was definitely not yeah an I was, iPhone. yeah no i was like this technology's off and then 
obviously when they start talking about Viagra, I like paused the movie and I did research then to, to figure out when did Pfizer release because they didn't call it Viagra at the start. They're just like, we have this pill from the study and this is what it was doing to men. And we're we're trying to get it on it, like out for sales. And I was like, hold on. When did Viagra? I was like, OK, now this makes a little bit more sense. I just missed. The, the dates that came up on the screen. Yeah. So because I remember you telling me that. Which is really funny because you like gave me the DVD and you're like, just so you know, it's based in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> See the pop ups. And I was like, clearly she pulled a Jaylene where she was writing. Yeah, I, w- I literally no dates ever flash across my screen ever. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, man, I have seven pages of notes to, to show that I was I was taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> she got the assignment but missed some details <laughs> well this is one of the hard things about doing this is like what am I missing when I'm looking down and I'm not watching this movie so sometimes I just sit and like I'm just gonna watch the movie at this point because I don't know what's important anymore that's what my notes are like my notes are complete garbage this time because it was like I'm actually going to watch the film because it's not going to be a political <laughs> film where I I need to note every detail or as to like, what's happening. It's not a suspense or a mystery or anything like that. Yeah, because yeah. like conversations would happen. And I was like, well, I'm not going to recite this entire conversation. So I literally wrote down so-and-so talk. But <laughs> <laughs> then I'm like, how bad of a note taker is that? Yeah, but you've seen, you've heard the quality of my notes. I've read. <laughs> yeah. Literally, mine are. <laughs> These are my first three notes for this movie. Yes, exclamation mark two. I love Two Princes, which is the first song. Okay, that comes yeah, on. love that song. Great song. And then my my next note is he's a salesperson for technology. For technology, <laughs> I didn't know what words to use there. What do you? He's he's selling. Okay, it is funny that you mentioned that because I kind of also had the same thing, and it was like. But it's not Radio Shack. Yeah. (laughs) But that's exactly what it is. Yes. But in the 90s. But it's not because they can't reuse it. And we weren't given any company name, but it didn't matter because. No, he was just, he just sells the tech. Yeah. Literally. Salesperson for tech. And then the next note is he likes women. Yeah, that's very clear. I also, okay, so I, I, insider, I struggle sometimes making notes because I want them to still look pretty. <laughs> and so when things are happening too fast, I'm like, I can't keep up. And I like, I know my writing is still neat when it's messy. To <laughs> but it has like a sideways angle to it. And I can like look at it and be like, wow, like it's going really well. And then all of a sudden I get to the bottom like, wow, I was in a rush because it's all angled. If you compare your <laughs> notes to mine, though. <laughs> It's like, Jaylene's are beautiful. Like, it's like that person that sits in that lecture that brings in those multiple colored of pens and has these pristine notes. And like, that's what it looks like. And you look at mine, and you're like, uh. <laughs> Did you attend kindergarten? <laughs> you can read all these letters you fine. <laughs> like, you can. Letters. <laughs> you can read the letters perfect. They make coherent sense. It hasn't gotten to the that point. yes is so big. <laughs> I was so excited. 
excited. <laughs> I love Two Princes. It's oh a great song. Oh, okay. So I'll take you through the trailers. Yeah, I don't think I watched those. Oh, well, actually, I've got other news that I can tell you. The film was, uh, the film's budget was $30 million. Okay. And worldwide, it grossed $103 million. So it was successful. But however, it was more successful overseas than it was in America and Canada because it only made $32 million. Hmm. Okay. So it barely would have survived had it not been released overseas. Okay. So I'll, I'll go back to the, what's it called? Trailers. Okay. So I made fun of this trailer because it's 2010 release. I have every right to. They were advertising digital copy DVDs. Woo! Their tagline, simple, fast, portable. I'm like, yeah, so is Netflix. So is Disney Plus. So is Amazon Prime. I remember skipping this one. Yeah. It's this <laughs> woman advertising Madagascar or Ice Age. One of the two. Yeah. Yeah. So they were showing you how you can take... Your second disc, if you bought the DVD that came with the digital copy version and put it on your computer, and then you can put it on your iPod, which I used to do. No shade to that. I I also had the video iPod, so I understand what it was. I think it is funny now looking at these advertisements, especially now, like the last three, we've just had such crazy variety of technology And what they're basically trying to do is pivot so that they can still make money and capitalize on what is currently available and what the current demand is Mm -hmm. so they don't phase themselves out like Kodak did. Yeah. All I can think right now is you're putting movies onto your, your iPod. And the only film I ever had on mine was... Angus Thongs and the Perfect Snogging. Mm-hmm. And man, I watched that one over and over and over again. I still was, have that digital copy. And it was on Netflix for a time. And I love that film. I kind of wish we owned it on DVD, but I'm not disappointed that we don't. Yeah, I think it would be a bit cringe now watching it. Oh, oh, of course. So I'm kind of glad I don't have to sit there and cringe with it, but I'm sure we'll have other ones where... I'll cringe, but yeah, I'll definitely like when we watch the movies that I had on my iPod, I have stories to go along with them because I brought that iPod with me to, to camp, to to camp, but no, more specifically on my big three month trip to Europe. And so how to lose a ten guy? How to lose a ten guy? How to lose a guy in ten days is definitely on there. Yes, it is. But I actually have no stories to tell about that. I have other specific stories that I'm thinking of, and we'll get there when we get there. Don't worry. We own we own all of the ones that I've seen, but it is funny because some of them I put on there that I had never seen before, and someone just told me they were good, and I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm going to be on a train. I'm going to be on a bus. You know what, Jaylene really likes to look out the window. <laughs> Doesn't give a shit about movies. I would go on train rides for like six hours and be like, wow, look at that wheat field. <laughs> I mean, yes, I understand that because when we took that one train ride to the airport that for, one time. Yeah, Scotland Day yeah, or yeah, London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was beautiful. 
Yeah. I just wanted to sit and look outside. I know you, I felt as though I was so concerned about oh, and w- what I was going to do with my time. And watch the people that sat across from us. Oh, <laughs> that was fun too. <laughs> people watching on the train. Fascinating. So I have two movies that I watched on the train, but they were night trains. Mm. It was dark out, so I didn't. Yeah. Nothing to look at. Or not much to see at that point. I was definitely a person to look at when one of the movies came on because it had a sad scene and I was sobbing (laughs) on the train. (laughs) It's like I go on an airplane and I do not watch a movie on airplane. I never watch a movie. That's why I'm a rewatcher. I have to rewatch. I no longer, I, I don't know what it is. I don't watch movies. I don't watch films on planes. I usually just like turn and go, what are other people watching? <laughs> That's, and then you watch through the crack and of the I seat. watch, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. I don't think I like that film. Uh, good. Okay. I'm glad I didn't watch it. Or, oh, I've seen that one before. Yeah, I remember when this happened. And then I love to watch the in-flight map yes. of my plane going across. Okay. So the three flights that I took, two of the flights had them. The other one didn't, which mm. made sense. And I watched that but i also had the window seat so i could watch out the window Uh, which was also really nice however i discovered who did i fly with i fly with delta and they had a hidden object game oh that's fun and you could compete against people on the same flight so there's couples like sitting next to each other and they were competing i was like damn it one time i wish i had someone with me that i could compete fun i only discovered that because the person in front of me had brought that up and that actually kept me entertained i like that i'm gonna have to look at the other features usually i'm just anxious Mm -hmm. and wanting to see where i am and i actually really like to listen to audiobooks and bullet journal on planes bullet journaling on planes is probably my favorite thing to do see i would cross stitch be, I'm allowed to. I can bring all my stuff on board, but I worry. Elbow room, like yeah, yeah. elbow room is like yeah. my concern. That's the only thing about bullet journaling. I have to stay if if I'm sitting in a seat because I'm left-handed. Like if someone's immediately to my left, I can't. Or I have to turn in my my chair. Unfortunately, I nearly was gonna go to TwitchCon. No way. GDQ is not going to be there. Oh. Hard no for me now because I was just like, that's honestly what made it so much fun oh. in 2019. And I was like, yeah, like if I'm going to go by myself. Oh, yeah. Because we would get up. We got up like four in the morning and we're like, yeah, we're going to bed early and we're getting up and we're watching these runs. And we made sure we checked with security that we'd be allowed into the facility to get like get back in and they're like uh yeah we think so there'll be people here and they let us through and honestly it was easier getting in at that time and then you're already in the the building for and we went we'd go home and we or we'd go back to the hotel no and we would nap. Like, sometimes like, we would was, even just go for breakfast oh and have a wonderful time it was yeah, yeah and then go back to twitchcon yeah. and like start it was the a, rest of the day it was a it was a lovely trip and because i was just like okay like i'll get the three-day pass i understand not everyone's going to be getting the three-day pass and if like there's people doing stuff that I have no interest in, I can always go to GDQ, GDQ. and sit and watch. I, I love watching people speed run. I don't care what the game is. It's the interactivity yeah, yeah. of yeah, what they are doing. Yeah. And so like I got everyone trying to help me to find out like is GDQ happening and there's no announcement. You can only find 2019. 
And I was, I genuinely was considering going and looking at everything, but it's just, yeah, unfortunately paying $200 for a ticket and knowing that I'm not going to have something to go hide out in because like all the halls are generally like really, really busy and it's not worth it for me to just go for the one day pass. I'm sad that GDQX isn't going to be there. I know. And like the other thing was I really want pins. Like there's a couple of reasons. Okay. I also want to see everyone that's going. I understand that there is like there are people that I want to go see. But as someone who's going by themselves, I also want to really make sure that I was going to have a good time that if I ended up alone, I had something to fall back on. Yeah. So I'm just now kind of torn. So like all the flights kind of jumped up. It's $800 now. And I found a hostel that I could stay in. And I think it was like $230. And I was like, yeah, I'm okay with that. Walking distance from the convention. I would have gone with you, to be honest. I mean, we still can. But I can't leave until Friday evening. Mm, yeah, see, that's the issue. But I can come like Sunday evenings because I have Mondays off. Well, Monday's actually Thanksgiving. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. it's our Thanksgiving. Oh, well, damn. But I have Mondays off. Oh, wow. I know. Oh, wow. Because my flight would have been paid for. I just would have had to worry about tickets and staying. Anyways, we will side table that for an offline discussion. Thank you, dog, for joining us. I don't know if that got picked up, but. Oh, that would, I was like, I just call in sick on the Friday, but that'd look really bad if there's the holiday on the Monday. Yeah, it would look really bad. Yeah, I would like to go again. I want to go again. Genuinely, I would love to go again. Financially, not the best decision to go this year. Would be tons of fun, though. Yeah, I say like table it for next year. Okay, we'll go back to the trailers. So the next one was Black Swan, which I know you've seen and I haven't seen. Yeah, I skipped through that. I was like, oh, I know what movie this is. And then I went to the next. Okay, and then the other one is 127 Hours. And I... Do we own that? Hated watching the trailer that I praised the higher being. That we don't own that. We don't own that. I really want to see it. I do not. I watched a documentary on it. Fascinating. Oh, I just was like watching the trailer and trying not to throw up the entire time, knowing that nothing was going to be be shown. shown. Yeah. But I was just like, I just knew and I was like, (laughs) yeah, he got out of there and took him a while to find human beings. And the first human beings he found was like a family. And all they had was like, there's like little girls like I have Oreos. He ate Oreos. I'm pretty sure it was his first meal. My top safety tip is if you're going out, if you are going out into the wilderness, you need to tell someone. Bring a whistle. But you need to also tell. You someone. need to tell. Someone. He didn't tell anyone. He just left. He didn't tell anyone oh, where he was going to be. Oh, at I all. thought he did. No. Okay. Literally, but, no one knew he was gone. He just didn't show up for his shift next day at work. Gotcha. They but had they had no said idea. if he had brought a whistle. Uh, Someone would have found him. A whistle takes less energy than yelling out. Ah, that's the other thing. And a whistle should always be worn around your neck, not on your bag, which I am not good for. And the reason is if you are separated from your bag, you then lose your whistle. 
So you have to go pee. You dropped your bag. Now all of a sudden, you're being chased by something. Yeah, but also most whistles are like whistles around your neck are the fast breakaway mm-hmm. whistles. They fall off so easily. That's why I can see my whistle right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on your water bottle. My whistle's always on my water bottle. Okay, the next one was Casino Jack. No idea what this was. It had Kevin Spacey, and I was like, yay. I don't know what this is, but apparently it's based on a true story. Yeah, I didn't know what it was either. And then the other one was 20th Century Fox celebrating 75 years. Yeah, I saw that and skipped past it. Showing just a lot of classic films. That's basically all it was. So while I have you all here listening to the trailers, you could then watch the three extras. So the first one was Conviction. It had Hilary Schwank. Schwank? Can't pronounce her last name. But she was a sister to a brother who ended up wrongly wrongfully convicted in jail and she decided to go to law school in order to get him out Hmm. okay he ends up dying six months later after he gets out of jail Uh (laughs) uh-huh spoilers (laughs) i had to look it up i had to know we don't own this movie so i was like this trailer got me involved the next one was never let me go uh, English-looking film. It had British act- actors. Keira Knightley, Andrew Garfield, and another one that is not nearly as famous as those two names. And it looked interesting. I didn't look any further into this. They kind of grow up in this weird orphanage. And it's like a love triangle because like these two, like Andrew Garfield against this other girl... They, like, fall in love with each other, but then the best friend is, like, jealous, and then they grow up, and I don't know, and then they leave. Huh. And then just a trailer for the channel FX. That's it. I was like, wow. Yeah. Oh. And then the movie. I, as you know, took two days to watch this. This seemed to take you a whole day to watch it. I'm going to preface it with the fact that it wasn't bad. It just wasn't exciting and it wasn't pulling me through the entire film. And as I had mentioned to Violet as we were like walking into the space to go record, I enjoyed the high note significantly more. And I was excited to continue watching that film. Yeah, this was not it. No, I also didn't really like the main character. Like him. Oh, I didn't like him either. I was like, oh, uh, uh. I mean, like you're a slimy business person. It's it's kind of funny too. Uh, I saw him similar to like the one day character. I can't remember his yeah. name, but yeah, he didn't get a redemption at the end. He no. kind of got to just say his final piece of like, "I love you. I'm yeah. gonna take care of you forever." Yeah, no. But then we didn't get to see that because, like, he also decides to go to med school. Right? Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's implied. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. I didn't know. He just likes money, and that's just the. I didn't know Olaf was in this film. Did you know Olaf? No. So when I saw him, I was like, oh, okay. And then, yeah, he is kind of, he is quite funny. What's his name? I... I can only think Olaf now that you've put that in my head. <laughs> Thank you. Because every time I see his character or he, him come up, I just picture Olaf. It's Josh, Josh. Josh Gad. Yeah. Josh Gad. 
Okay, so it's 1996. Guy is a media salesperson, which we then find out is Jamie. And he's quite good at it. He's genuinely quite good at it. He can sweet talk the little ladies can into just, buying sorry. into anything. Yes, what would you When like? I just Googled Olaf to get to Josh Gad, <laughs> and literally the top question asked is, is Olaf a boy or a girl? Like, that's like the most, like, most people ask. That's the, that's the <laughs> recommended question that it's trying to put in there. Oh, okay. I'm confused by that one. Anyway, sorry, continue. Yes, he's very good at his job. Like, good, good at talking, good at figuring out what people want to hear, and he'll say it so they hear it. Making so them feel good. I was quite disappointed to see that he was sucking so bad at his pharmaceutical sales position. He wasn't, though. Like, he realized the state of the game. He was trying to figure it out, and he tried to take it easy by uh, getting rid of the competitor's um, drugs. Which I can only think of, and I remembered his name, but I can't remember it now, um, from Suits. Yes, I wrote it down. Is Hennessy? Does that sound right? Trey. Trey. That's Trey Hannigan. Hannigan. Okay. Close, close enough. <laughs> okay. So Jamie gets fired for having sex with his boss's girlfriend. There's some comedy that happens. It was just okay. And that was that. I laugh more at the Motorola phone. Also, there's pagers. Yes. And I, okay, so I didn't think pagers sent messages. I thought pagers, you call the pager to let the person know that you want them to call you. I don't understand how pagers work. I remember them. I remember them, but like, how does, how does one page a pager? Yeah, how do you send a message to a pager? Like Morse? <laughs> I genuinely don't know. T9 on the payphone? Like, how do you... <laughs> How do you page a pager? Yeah, I literally just thought you called the pager in order for like the pager then would like flash a number, a number. or a person or a name and yeah. you'd be like, oh, I have to call them. Yeah, or... they're looking for me. Yeah. What a weird concept. <laughs> yeah, because I guess tech like texting didn't exist. No. Or else you would have texted. So someone had to carry a cell phone and a pager. Yes. And like this is understood why like certain professors profess, professions needed pagers because it was just like an alert. Someone needs you. But yeah. now you have like constant people being like, I need your attention. You're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so then there's this family dinner that happens and it's revealed that he's fired. His brother has been telling him about being a pharmaceutical salesperson instead. So he's like, yeah, sure. Let's go ahead. His brother has a girlfriend at this point and has sold his company and has made a lot of money. Some tech-related thing? Yeah. Some, um, correction, some medical tech-related thing. Oh, okay. 1997 happens. It's six weeks of training for Pfizer. Is that when we get a date? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. No, 1996 is when we get a Sorry. date. And so it's six weeks of training. They're learning all the benefits. They have to schmooze and sweet talk and then they get assigned districts that they have to go to so he goes on a trip with someone i wrote down someone because again this film was really bad at giving names yes and he's talking about specific quotas that he has to hit and if you get the quotas you get to go to chicago and you're competing against other reps and just a reminder they are not 
your friend. Because when we arrive at the doctor's office, Harvey from Suits Mm -hmm. is buying trips to Hawaii Hawaii and somewhere else for conferences and stuff for the nurses and schmoozing them. Also, to be noticed that we had Lorelai's first boyfriend in season one. As a doctor? As a doctor. Yeah. I can't remember his name. Oh. But he proposes, right? Yeah, he does. And then he comes back later. Yeah, I think so. Sounds about right. Um, doctors don't want his drugs. This is the episode where I tell you where all of these actors are on TV shows. <laughs> Yeah, the doctors have no interest in his drugs. But he sweet talks his way into dropping off the drugs and steals Zoloft. And he dumps them into a dumpster. There is an unkempt gentleman who goes... (laughs) You can't say that either, the way that you just said. No, but like, he okay, he's not clean looking because later on he gets clean. Like, yeah, okay. Okay, do you see what I'm trying to paint the picture of? Because he. There's a man going through garbages and. and, I know, but like. Looking ragged and disheveled. Yeah. And because later on, basically, Jamie. Oh, yeah, I read him the drugs that he's using and he's like, I've got an interview. Yeah. Like, he was then able to get himself help and. Because he. But then all I could think after that was. Oh, man, when he stops throwing these out, I hope this poor man can get a hold of what he needs. Oh, I actually thought it was because he was selling it and making money and then was able to. I had a whole backstory. So he was oh, selling I, it. I thought he wasn't selling it. I thought he was taking it. Oh, and that was helping him. No, it was making him happier and it was making him make better life decisions. That's oh. actually what I thought. I didn't think he was selling it at all. OK, so I thought he was selling it to make money. Then he was able to provide for himself to have like food and clothes and shelter. Oh, I actually didn't think that at all. And then he would have an address. So then he would actually be able to have an interview. I mean, could very well be, yeah. So but I didn't think he was. I was like, I was like, oh, good for him. He's he's taking these drugs and they're making him, uh, him less depressed. Or so we went two him, different ways. Yeah, making making him better, and he's decided to turn his life. around. I loved his story arc that didn't really happen. No, I know we didn't get any closure on it. I was hoping we'd get a third scene with him in it, and we never saw him. No, but it he, made me happy. Like when- unless we were somewhere in there, this would be really cool. If he got a job somewhere that they went to and we saw him in the background working it and we didn't notice. Maybe he was at the Chicago convention. Yeah, it could be. Who knows? He got hired by... No idea. I like this story arc better. And we're not going to rewatch this movie because there's no need to. <laughs> but we're going to say, that's what happened. This man got the job. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> so the way to win sales is to get the doctors to start writing Pfizer because then the rest will follow. And that's what his mentor basically says. We don't get a name for him, do we? No, but his name is on IMDb, but I don't remember yeah, his name. No. This is where we meet Maggie. Uh, she's a patient. She's 26. Jamie asks if he can shadow the doctor in order to, I don't know. I can't remember why does he want a shadow. Basically see like what people are being prescribed and like their reasons for it. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, he meets her and she goes on a talk about like what she, what drug she needed. And then she has a mark on her boob. And so she shows the doctor the mark on her boob, which ends up being a spider bite. 
But then Maggie finds out that he wasn't a doctor and calls him a pervert. And this is when she hits him in the parking lot for seeing her boob. And this is where I laughed. And she takes a picture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and takes a picture of him, like, freaking blinds him. And this is where it gets bad. He calls the receptionist And girl. gets the number, yeah. And I was like, no. Yeah, even then it's still, still not good prior. And then his brother shows up. Yeah. He's been kicked out. I guess, like, she took all his money. Uh, his part, fiancé, partner, well, I don't know what she is, girlfriend. Yeah. I think Who? girlfriend. Whoever. So he's now living with... On the couch. Yeah, his brother well, on Jamie. the couch. Uh, Jamie calls Maggie and he wants to go out with her. She accepts it. And they're, she basically invites him to her place of employment and she calls him out for showing up early. And they have a discussion. They end up back at her place and they hook up. And then there's like a montage of them continuously hooking up. And he asks her why she doesn't have a boyfriend. And she just says, I just want sex, which I didn't know this. And it was never explicitly said, but in the factoids, yeah, apparently it, it can increase your sex drive, all of the drugs that, that you're... She's on for Parkinson's. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, this explains it. Jamie goes to throw a Prozac and the competitor, Harvey... I'm going to keep calling him Harvey. <laughs> That's not his name. Trey Hannigan. <laughs> uh, stops him and knocks him out. Tells him to stay away from Maggie. And this is where we meet our dumpster gentleman who's looking much better. Yeah, he needs the samples. And then the nurses say no more samples because they were gifted Hawaii by the competitor. He goes back to see Jamie. Trey was in a relationship with her prior, which he finds out. And he tries to have sex, but he's unable to. So she tries to relax him and talk to him. And then she then mentions that Pfizer is going to be releasing a sex drug. And he's like, how did you know this? And she's like, I read this. Which, in all fairness, makes sense. Because she had so many drugs that she was taking. Of oh, course, yeah, she's, she's like researching all yeah, of this. Up on. Yeah. This is then when she says she doesn't want to see him anymore. And he's talking to his mentor and confirms Viagra, but Viagra is not what it's called. He wants to sell it because he knows that it would be the most in-demand drug. Yeah. Jamie calls her. She doesn't want to talk to him. And he finds out that she's at the bus depot and that she went to Canada, so she decide he decides to wait for her at the bus depot. This is a real thing. Yeah, I know. And it sucks that I, COVID happened. Yeah. Because people who truly relied on going to Canada to get cheaper yeah. prescriptions couldn't. couldn't. Mm -hmm. But also just a really sad thing that Oh, it's sad drugs that drugs are even, yeah. like such a for profit thing in America. My next note, I'm going to stop you after the Canada thing. All I have is, oh, another great, great song. Praise you. Sorry, there's some oh, good yeah, 90s, early 2000s songs that we're playing. Yep, that was a good one. So then she agrees to have a relationship of some sort with him in the parking lot because now she's just like, oh, he waited for me. Mm -hmm. 
Viagra now is on the market. And he's selling it. And he's doing quite well. Yeah. Everyone's loving it. They have an argument. This is when, okay, this is where I stopped because he's in the bathtub because he kind of like briefly lies to her. It was more like a fib. And he yeah. fibs about the fact that like he's doing so successful to his mom. And then she kind of calls him out and then they um, have a disagreement is what I will call it because they don't argue. And she compliments him because she sees potential that he doesn't see. Yeah. This is where he reveals that he loves her. While having a panic attack. Yeah. This is my first note that it's a really good scene showing Maggie with her Parkinson's. Finally. When she's not doing well? Yeah. Well, yeah, she's just not doing well. She's stage one, so she has many good days. I guess. And she was low on, she needed drugs. She couldn't get them. So when she goes on this adventure to the hospital or to the clinic or to see a doctor and then tries to get the prescription filled, but it doesn't get filled on time and she kind of just breaks down. And then he's going to Chicago and convinces her to go to Chicago with him. Okay, so yeah. And so she's in the convention and someone spots her and invites her to unconventional. She invites him to join her and shows up, but he doesn't sit next to her. He kind of watches and she's having a really great time Mm -hmm. being with other people who are going through the exact same thing as she is and listening in on all of their stories that they have to say. Mm -hmm. It's like Alcoholics Anonymous with Parkinson's. Mm -hmm. And she leaves feeling so, like, hopeful. And inspired. Yeah. Yeah, like, really, really great. However, Jamie gets the worst advice from a a male, uh, uh, a husband of someone that's living with Parkinson's. In stage four. In stage four. And he basically says... Find find a healthy woman. Yeah. Don't waste your life over doing something like this. He's... Yeah, so she's over the moon and he's acting a bit more reserved now. And they're now all traveling for her appointments. Yeah, they're he's trying to get her into like the top doc at doctors and clinics to help treat her Parkinson's. And it's like that's what he wants, that's not what she wants. Yeah. She wants him to leave. They have like a fight and they basically kind of break up at this. They do break up at this yeah. point. Then he gets invited to a pajama party. The doctor wanted uh, to make better lives but he is overworked so the doctor's kind of like over like woeing about the fact yeah, he's that fighting and yeah he went into this industry but he's basically a pill factory because he has to see 50 patients a day and try to solve and of course like you don't get to know your um i want to call them members but that's not their uh, but clients isn't the right word either patients patients there are- <laughs> it's like there's definitely a word for this so I'm now confused because who did he? Oh, yeah. He slept with other people and he took Viagra and he's still hard because I have no idea. I have a question. Is he in pain or is he concerned? I couldn't tell with his acting. I think pain. Uh, I thought concerned, (laughs) but exactly. I was like, I don't know. So the him and his brother brother go to the hospital hospital and... Then it gets all fixed. He got Chicago. Meanwhile, he bumps into Maggie at a restaurant and 
he kind of realizes like I made a mistake. Yeah. And she kind of does too, but like she's not really willing to go with that. I think it's like she's a ticking, she knows she's a ticking time bomb and she just doesn't want to settle down with someone knowing that she's basically forcing someone to have to take care of her later on yeah. in life. So he's packing up his apartment to get ready to go to Chicago and he watches a video of her talking to him. We've skipped over the fact that they were videotaping themselves at some point. Yeah. And so we with a I've never seen a tiny camcorder like that before. That's no. my question because I remember our VCR VHS. It was huge. It was the recorder was huge. as clunk. Yeah. And anyways, so he's reminded of all of like the good times that like the good days they had together and he really wants to care for her. So he drives and chases the senior bus, as I called it, <laughs> and she agrees to talk to him. He says he'll take care of her for the rest of her life. And she's like, but I need more care. And he's like, yeah, I don't care. And then he applies for med school. And that's really the end of the film. I actually ended up on my phone at the last few scenes or the last scene. So I had to go back and rewatch it because it was like, wow, I don't know what he agreed to. <laughs> I don't know what he said to her in order to like get, get the girl yeah. in the end. Yeah. And yeah, that that was it. Did I cover all of your six pages of notes with my Sorry, three pages? Seven? Seven pages of notes? Yes. Yes, you did. I guess if I wrote as big as you did, mine would be seven pages too. <laughs> mine would be 14 pages yeah, on probably. my big <laughs> one. Story. Three. I'm a three too. I felt as though it was missing some stuff. Oh, yeah. But I can't tell you what it was missing. No. I just, at the end, I felt, wow, I feel as though I watched a Swiss cheese film. It was predictable. It wasn't bad. We've had worse. Um, but I guess you can't fault a rom-com for being predictable because they're always going to yeah, be Yeah, but also I was like surprised by the... The whole Pfizer Viagra storyline of it. I was not expecting that at all. I wasn't either. Was not expecting that. I thought it was going to be about marijuana. Oh, okay. Don't know why. You just <laughs> thought just drugs? I saw drugs and I was like, okay, we're doing a marijuana film, whatever. Hmm. Music. Four. You gave it a four. Oh, yeah. Okay, because you like... Two Princes and Praise You. There's, there's a couple others, um, but those I wrote down because... Love 90s and early 2000s. I gave it a three. I liked it, but it just wasn't necessarily strong enough for me to be like, yeah, I now want to go find that soundtrack. Scenes and locations. I gave it a 3.5. I also gave it a 3.5. I thought I was very much in a clinic or hospital every time we were in a clinic or a hospital. I was like, well, yeah, I'm getting th those vibes 100%. I loved her apartment. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah. I don't I know how to how to design a place like that. It's very lofty, and then everything's uh, just all about, but nothing looks cluttered. Yeah, and I just I think I love that. It was I wish good, I could have a home like that. <laughs> it was a good juxtaposition from the sterileness. Yeah, so they did a really good job, kind of showing that Maggie wanted absolutely nothing to do with that life that eventually she'll have to succumb to. 
Yeah. Overall? Seven. I'm 6.3. Okay. You're closer. IMD has a rating of 6.7. Oh, okay. Do we keep this $14.99 used quality guaranteed DVD? No. I'm in agreement. I don't think we need to keep it. I don't plan on watching this anytime soon or ever again. I don't think I actually would even recommend it to someone. Well. Okay. I think it's time to pick next week's movie. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm kind of scared because we've gotten some, I don't know, the last few weeks have just been rough in my mind. Bring It On was lovely. But it's been three now. I know. Like, that was such a high. It was so great. Followed by what I thought would be a good movie, but was... Oh, it wasn't. Mm. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. We've had worse. Okay, fair enough. We have had worse. I think we've had the worst one that we could have had. I don't know. I'm, I'm terrified of some scary movies. Oh, okay. But I thought you pulled them out for October. We're saving those ones for Halloween. Just like one of them is that. That's it. I'm curious to know which one that is. The shushing of the animals. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to pick the next movie. Let's go. Oh, no. It's animated. Okay. You're not going to guess this one is what I'm going to oh, say. Oh, animated and like, so it's not like a classic Disney? It's Disney. Oh, it's Disney. But you're not going to guess this one because I remember typing this in and forgetting we own this. H have I seen it? Oh, yeah. Oh. Maybe when it came out. But again, you're not going to guess this. This is a fun game. <laughs> what year did it come out? Oh, um, okay, let me look that up. It came out in 2003. So, so it's 10, 10 year old. Yeah. <laughs> Violet. Oh. Going to the movie theater. I'm pretty sure we saw this with Debbie. Again, not going to help you. All I can think is Prince of Egypt. No. We, we actually watched that a lot on uh, VHS. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's the one with the two guys that go on the quest? Nope. Oh, man. I'm excited. I, do we own that one on DVD? I don't know. The I, two guys who go on a quest? Yeah. The stars. Uh, oh, what is it called? I don't know. I can, like, picture it. They go on. There's, like, two guys. Yeah. And they're just, like, on an adventure. Uh-huh. I have no idea. I literally don't know. <laughs> We've been sitting here in silence for 30 seconds while she's trying to figure this out. And I don't think she can even figure out what to Google. No, I to can't. To describe no. this movie that we're no. not watching next week. Uh, okay, fine. What is it? <clears throat> Piglet's big movie. Oh, I we did watch this one in movie <laughs> theater, and we do own this one on DVD. I 
I take it Piglet goes on an adventure. Yeah, Piglet goes on an adventure. <laughs> I don't know. I think this is one where he makes a friend. Um. Wow. <laughs> That's not what I thought we had in store for us. Um, cool. Yeah. So that's next week's movie. The Road to El Dorado. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, she found it. It's The Road to El Dorado. Yeah. Do you remember that one? I do, but I don't really remember it. I, I just remember like, oh, that was a fun film. I couldn't tell you anything about it. I also just closed down the laptop, so I can't even look to see if we have that on the list. So maybe that will we'll go look on the shelf to see. It, it'll be under the T section. Under all of the thes. I hope we own it. I don't think we do. I don't think we do. Streamworks. It's fun. I think that was a VHS owned or Debbie owned it. One of the two. Oh, that's unfortunate. That's okay. We're watching Piglet. Yeah, I remember typing that up and being like, we own this? So yeah, we a, do. It's a bit left field. Okay, we are going to end the episode there. If you would like to join us next week watching Piglet's big movie, 99% sure that it's on Disney+. Plus. I'm getting a nod. It is on Disney+. Plus. Oh, yeah. Cool. So if you would like to join us next week, that's where you'll find it. Or if you somehow have the DVD from 2003, you can also watch it there. Join me watching all the bonus features because you know what? Disney DVDs will definitely have bonus features. They'll even tell me how to use my DVD player. <laughs> will they? No. But how are they going to, how are you going to put the DVD in? I don't if know. You... I don't know. They might teach me what is on a HD t DVD or whatever new fancy thing that's coming out. In any case, thank you so much for downloading and listening to this week's episode. If you would like to follow us on any of our socials, those are linked in the show notes below. Have a really great week. Take care, everyone. Bye. is based on a book hard sell the evolution of viagra of a viag oh my god